0: From high atop 1926 Hollywood Boulevard, you're listening to SoFlowRadio.com.
1: Oh, yeah. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Tony C. Welcome to the Groovaton. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, ben de quince. As always, we're live from downtown Hollywood. Florida start every show with an attitude of gratitude absolutely for everybody tuning in live and especially for all those people that have downloaded the show you took the time to listen to what i put together and seriously i'm super duper grateful and of course as han the Handman from enter the dragon one said your skill is extraordinary gentlemen you have our gratitude you know what that means i'm talking about man that left of me ivb handling all of the production and engineering work, making sure your groove is satin smooth. All kinds of stuff to get to today. I'll tell you something, if you didn't watch the Letterman special last night, and then Letterman's actual show, uh, where he had uh, it start off with uh, Will Ferrell uh, doing uh, Harry Carey, and then he had uh, President Obama for about 40 minutes talking about stuff that actually matters. One of the things you realize, you know, when I realize that, we're going to miss this guy. You know, he's been my late night go-to guy. My entire adult life. And I have no doubt in my mind that uh, Stephen Colbert is going to be brilliant behind that desk for the next 30 years. My concern, I'm wondering about the band. I want to know about the band. That band has got absolutely huge shoes to fill. I mean, the original uh, Letterman band, the the tradition of late-night music, starting with Carson... and then Letterman's band It was originally the most dangerous band When Hiram Bullock was in it And then add a bunch of other people it's, So that's what I want to see I want to know who's going to be doing that music Music is such an important part of late night TV You know and that uh, reminds me I've got some stuff coming up later from one of the shoes that Somebody's going to have to fill Will Lee the bass player from Letterman's Got a uh, brand new CD out Lots of groovy tracks on that Including one I've, I've literally cherry picked Because it's got Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top on guitar and bass. So we'll be getting to that later. Also, I'm going to uh, explain why I think the head basketball coach at the University of Florida decided to take a powder on that job and hightail it to Oklahoma City. Seriously, you've just got to wonder how badly you want to leave someplace that you're going to do a Jesse Owens for OKC. This also ties into uh, some something else we'll be talking about later. Wounded Warriors benefit coming up this Saturday. combines Two of the things I absolutely love, a really good cause and live rock and roll in the afternoon. So you, we'll be talking about that for a little while, and yep, I'm going to take Wayne LaPierre and the NRA out for a bit of a ride, okay, and uh, yeah, I mean it, when I when I say take them out for a ride, all right, we're going to leave the gun, we're going to take the cannolis, and then after I do that, I'm going to take the cannolis, I'm going to shove them right up Wayne LaPierre's ass, okay, that's assuming there isn't already a gerbil in there, and please, spare me the Felching comments until, you know, until after Santorum joins the rest of the uh, Republican nitwits. You know, in their misguided sense of stick-to-itiveness. you know, if at first you don't succeed, sure, show up, spend a billionaire's money, and fail, fail again, which they inevitably will. Oh, I got to say, it was uh, it was fun to see Huckleberry stuff himself in the clown car this morning, and I mean it. That boy is put on some weight. I, I don't think he's uh, he's going to be running so much for president this time as much as plodding along aimlessly. Also, we've got uh, as usual Precision Auto Works Drive Groove of the day. Yeah, I got another shredding, Steve. Seriously, I'm never running out of Shredding Steve's. All of that's surrounded by the finest groove anywhere, as evidenced by the opening song playing in the background right now. Fred Wesley, who was the trombone player for James Brown, has got a bunch of solo albums out. This is from one of them, and yeah, it's called Funk for Your Ass. Now, hey, I can't speak for other people who have radio shows, but if you're not starting your show off with a song like this, it's just not as groovy as mine. I'm just saying it right out. Fred Wesley... Seriously, The man oozes groove right out of his pores. In any event, we got lots of groove to get to today. Hey, it's just past 3 o'clock in the only Hollywood that matters anymore, Hollywood, Florida. Just past 9 o'clock in the Big Island of Hawaii. Just past 8 o'clock at night in Lytham, St. Anne's in England. And yeah, you know what? It's just past 10 o'clock in Istanbul, RCG, handling all of my Eastern Bloc operations. So that means it's time for Erdogan to get his groove on and on. Seriously, um... I'm looking around right now. What do we got over here? Well, in any event, I'm looking at my man Ivy. He's got that was the that American pharaoh look about his face. Just to say, he is chomping at the bit to get some more groove on. I'm sure you all are as well. Saddle up, stick around. It's the Groovathon on SofloRadio.com.
0: Back home, she won't stop complaining. She won't cook no grub, she won't do no pain. Won't clean my house, won't make me no sugar stew. She's looking at me thinking, What's the matter with you? I was sobered down when she went away.
1: Oh, hell yeah. The Grey Boy All-Stars still waiting. That's the live version. Managed to dig that one up. The originals from uh, whatever happened to television before that. The absolute best version, in my opinion, of the song Peter Gunn ever done. That's the Pirates from Out of Their Skulls. Half that album is live. Half that album is studio. And it is all good. There's no three-person band out there. that gets rock and roll done better than the Pirates. Of course, we kicked it off. Gladys Knight and the Pibbs version. I heard it through the grapevine. Absolutely Groovus Maximus tell you a lot of stuff going on this week first things first mean, since the group of Don started the mets have been in first place but i got to tell you something as a new york sports fan as a mets and rangers fan the last 3 couple of days 2-1 nothing losses back to back to the, to the nationals last night the rangers lost 1-0 the capitals on a freak goal just absolutely, just crushing me, man. It just hurts. On the other hand, of course, it really helps in the NL East if everybody else in the division is below 500. So keep sucking the rest of the NL East. As a Mets fan, it makes it a lot easier for us. I have uh, managed to learn a lot of stuff in the first few weeks. I'll tell you, the one thing that stood out to me is that funny beats angry. And the thing is, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff to get really legitimately angry about, which is why you have to have a lot of respect for like people that combine you know, anger and humor. I mean, you know, give Lewis Black credit. I mean, the the man is out of his mind. He gets the job done, and he's actually pretty funny while at the same time really seeming like he's genuinely angry at stuff, and as well he should be. Um, But, you know, I decided not just to give you the groove today, but we're going to be sticking some humor stuff in there as well. I found some really classic stuff. Got something coming up from Dennis Wolfberg, a man who... Uh, left us far too soon a little later on in the show George Carlin's going to tell us how it really is as he pretty much so often always did Um, but you know as always uh, it's just one of those weeks where all kinds of stuff's going on as I predicted last week on my show seriously I said that uh, everybody from The Wire was going to wind up on TV the following day sure as the sun rises in the east you turn on your television, every cast member from The Wires being interviewed about uh, Baltimore. I was, you know, I, I figured at some point they'd have uh, Cal Ripken Jr., you know, talking about his expertise in social matters in uh, in Baltimore down there. And from what I understand, he actually showed up on TV. So you know, that one that was kind of easy to uh, to pinpoint. Stick around, we've got Groove for you all day long. I've got stuff coming up from Bedlam, from Coliseum 2. Big shout out to my man Drew there, a little Gary Moore action. We've got Special Ed, Robert Palmer, and we're going to kick it off now. Another set, got funny stuff and groovy stuff. Kicking off with the Infectious Grooves.
2: encounter several years back when while driving down Second Avenue on that occasion uh, the light turned yellow I accelerated but on this occasion the light turned red far more rapidly than I had anticipated yes because when you see a yellow light you generally predict how much time it will be and how much turf you can traverse in the in front but it was red and I, I jammed on my brakes and I ended up stopped in the middle of the intersection, which for many, many years of living in New York I knew was not the place to be, ladies and gentlemen. And, and New Yorkers, God bless them, are so renowned for their patience. Uh, I was touched by how many suggestions came hurling my way. <laughs> Replete with corrective hand gestures and everything <laughs> as to how to extricate myself from this automotive dilemma. I mean, I wanted to drive forward, but already a group of eager pedestrians had begun crossing the transversal, uh, bless their ambulatory little hearts, by the way, <laughs> so left with no option, I put my car in reverse, I backed up, and I waited, and when the light turned green, I put my foot down, having forgotten one minor <laughs> detail, ladies and gentlemen, apparently some of you know this predicament. So you could imagine the shock on on my face, not to mention the shock on the face of the guy behind me as we suddenly became one. The man behind me, a New York taxi cab driver. Yes, yes, one of the lowest forms of humanity, ladies and gentlemen. A man who had not only a truculent attitude, but a name that had nine consecutive consonants (laughs) i tried to break the tension with some humor i said you speak english (laughs) (laughs) Now, you people are laughing and you don't even live in new york but this man apparently had his sense of humor surgically removed when he passed through immigration and thus began an interchange that was that would have done the house of commons proud he lobbed the first salvo when he called me not so much a person as an orifice, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) And considering he did not have great command of the language, I was impressed with his knowledge of anatomical parts, (laughs) particularly one where the sun don't shine. I responded by suggesting that he had been born without the benefit of wedlock. He responded by suggesting that I was a practitioner of incest. (laughs) I responded by suggesting that he was the offspring of a female canine. To which he then suggested that I do something to myself. That were I to have obliged, might have resulted in my becoming pregnant, ladies and gentlemen. He must have thought me hermaphroditic not to mention double-jointed, and in fact, I said, if I could do that, would I be arguing with you? I'd be in for the winter, and thank you very much. been a wonderful time.
1: Beck, Bogart, and Apathy doing the Stevie Wonder Classic Superstition. That's a live version. The uh, studio version of that is probably my favorite studio version of the song. And, you know, Stevie Ray Vaughan does one. And, of course, you know, Stevie Wonder does one but that one. That's a great stuff. Get that album. Beck, Bogart, and Apathy. The songs of boy, Black Hat Moan is on. That lady is on. that. Beckett is angriest. Before that, Dennis Wolfberg, a... An incredibly, incredibly, incredibly funny guy um, Taken from us far too soon Probably the funniest bit ever on going for an examination If you have a chance, look up his uh, his bit that he does on going and getting something called a rigid sigmoidoscopy Absolutely fall down funny Of course, kicking off the set Infectious Grooves That is uh, Suicidal Tendencies Funk Band We got a whole bunch of stuff still to come today I noticed that um, shortly after the schmucks from Alpha Tau Omega, University of Florida, decided to show intense disrespect for the uh, Wounded Warrior retreat that was going on at the same hotel, right after that, Billy Donovan, the head basketball coach for University of Florida, said, yeah, screw this, I'm going to Oklahoma City. I don't think it was for the money. I think it's because he didn't want to be associated with a bunch of jerks that do that stuff. Seriously. You know, you're going to Oklahoma City? you're going to have to give me something more than money i got to be running away from something and those people sounded like they were absolutely the kind of people that you want to put as many miles in between you and that kind of just just disrespect you know what you have the freedom to do stuff cuz these guys went out there and laid it on the line for you talk a little bit more about that later all kinds of stuff still coming up shout out to Miguel Siren you know seriously on tuesday starting at t- starting at 12 and going right through to five You just keep Keep your internet radio On soflowradio.com. Siren guy, Siren basically brings in The best local people They come in They talk about stuff in here It is all great rock and roll A lot of great country stuff Live music Live chat She's going to tell you What's going on That's for sure Because she knows What's going on So if you're local That's the show to watch Because everybody around you Who's in any kind of band Knows this chick Shows up at this show So you definitely want to check that out. Check out her site on SoFloRadio.com as well. Lots of back shows there. She got some stuff with some old Black Sabbath people from about, I don't know, a month, month and a half ago. Dynamite show there. Absolutely worth downloading. I told her I'd give her a special shout out. We're going to keep the groove with Don going here at Radio. Big Brother and the Holding Company. Bedlam, doing one of the classics there. Magic Carpet Ride before that, I know my gal Di Loves, a big brother in the holding company from Cheap Thrills, combination of the two, a bit of my, getting, getting a little bit of my hippie groove on there. A little About a week ago, a friend of mine, he knows way more about music than I do, and one of the questions he was asking, he posted on Facebook, he was like, what's your favorite song, rock song, over 10 minutes? And so the, the responses came in. I remember when I was a kid, I was at my cousin's place in Philly, and, and I believe it was one of the two rock stations there, either WMMR or WYSB. But they were doing a phone in like survey to decide whether or not they should play the entire uh, long version of uh, Iron Butterfly's Inagata De Vita. Now, first of all, the answer to that is no, because the song's really boring. After a while, you know, it just gets boring. But of course, you know, this was back then, and people were stoned out of their gorge, so they ended up actually playing it. And at some point, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna play a song very much like that. I found a song. I started going through all kinds of art rock stuff this week. And it was, you know, Focus and Rick Wakeman and Coliseum 2, which is what I, I ended up uh, deciding on. There's a song by Focus called Anonymous Part 2 from Focus 3. And it's got to be, it's like 23 minutes long or whatever. And at some point, I'm going to play that on this uh, show. It is recorded live in the studio Four guys at the absolute top of their game. Jan Ackerman, one of the undervalued guitar players in the history of rock and roll. Absolutely phenomenal. And still playing to this day. If you go and look him up, he's got all kinds of great jazz stuff that he does. I made this pick, actually, because a friend of mine, my friend Drew out there, big Gary Moore fan. I was lucky enough to live in Dublin, Ireland, between about 74 and 77. And um, during that time, Gary Moore was in Thin Lizzy. And then he went from Thin Lizzy and joined Coliseum, which became Coliseum 2. And he joined them as the guitar player. And that band was originally formed by the drummer John Heinzman. So I picked out an interesting track here. This is from uh, the album War Dance. And it's the title track. It's from the band Coliseum 2. This is with Gary Moore on guitar. It's the Groovathon on SoFloRadio.com. see him too Gary Moore in that band John Heinzman, Don Harry that's War Dance from the album War Dance talking with IVP over here you know what at some point in the future we are going to I'm definitely going to play Anonymous Part 2 If for no the, the greatest guitar solo ever recorded is in that song it's 23 minutes it's worth listening to every single second recorded live in the studio I'm going to do it at some point in the future I'm going to have to do it I won't be able to help myself if for no other reason it's absolutely phenomenal phenomenal music all kinds of stuff coming up. I'm really one of the luckiest guys in the world. You know why? I've got a whole bunch of friends who play and write fantastic music. I've got one of them coming up. Ron Sunshine, a little bit of George Collins, some special ed. Stick around because after the next set, yep, it's gonna be time to take Wayne Lampierre out to the woodshed. And that's that's just the start. And take him to the woodshed just for the start. After that, it's gonna get really mean. Stick around. It's the groove of Don on Sofloradio.com
3: piano plays softly
4: It's been such a long time since I felt that thing for you. You're no longer sunshine. If there's something we can do if there's something we can. Every time I look at you, you know you really turn me My dream come true That I don't have the energy to Tell you what you turned into Baby why don't you treat me right? I'm tired of fighting with you every night
5: But there's a reason. There's a reason. There's a reason for this. There's a reason education sucks. It's the same reason that it will never, ever, ever be fixed. It's never going to get any better. Don't look for it. Be happy with what you got. Because the owners of this country don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The big, the wealthy, that... Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. You know something? They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table to figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that.
6: I'm outspoken. My language is broken into a slang, but it's just the dialect that I select when I hang. I play it cool. Cooling is all, then I'm about just fooling with the girlies, yes, I'm busting it out. I'm special ed and you can tell by the style that I use. I'm creatively superior, yo. I never lose, I never lost cause I'm the boss. and never will, cause I'm still the champion. Chief one, won't lose until I choose, which I won't cause I don't retreat. I run you over like a truck and leave you dead in the street. You're inviting me a titan to a battle. Why? I don't need your respect, cause I got it, man. Got it, man. Got it, man. Got it, man. I'm talented, yes, I'm gifted. Never boosted, never shoplifted. I got the cash, but money ain't nothing. Make a million dollars every record that I cut and my name is Special Ed and I'm a super duper star. Every other month I get a brand new car. Got 20, that's plenty, and I still want more. Kinda find a Honda Scooter's got 74. I got the riches. To fulfill my needs, got land in the sand of the West Indies. Even got a little island of my very own. I got a frog, a dog with a solid gold bone. An account to account the amount I spent. Got a treaty with Tahiti, cause I own a percent. Got gear outwear for every day. Boutiques from France to the USA. And I make all the money from the rhymes I invent. So it really doesn't matter how much I spent Cause yo, I make fresh rhymes daily. You burn me? Really? Just blink and I've made a million rhymes. Just imagine if you blink a million times. Damn, I'd be paid. I got it made, I got it made, I got it made. I'm kind of spoiled, cause everything I want I got made, I wanted gear, got everything from cotton to suede, I wanted leg, I didn't beg, I just got laid, my hair was growing too long, so I got me a fader when my dishes got dirty, I got cascaded when the weather was hot, I got a spot in the shade, I'm wise because I rise to the top of my grade. wanted peace on earth, so to God I prayed, some kids across town thought I was afraid they couldn't harm me. I got the army brigade. I'm not a traitor. If what you got is greater, I'll trade, but maybe later. Cause my waiter made potato, the alligator souffle. I got it made. I got it made. I got it made.
1: Special Ed, he is a super-duper star. I got it made from Special Ed. That is serious, serious old school. Before that, George Carlin doing what he basically did almost all the time, telling us the way it really is. And before that, kicking off an old friend of mine, Ron Sunshine, song, Treat Me Right, from his uh, one of his first albums. I think that is his first album. Uh, Soul Drug, Dr. John's on that. Jimmy Vivino's on that. It's a whole bunch of great stuff on that. I I spoke to him a couple weeks ago. I told him how much I love the song. He said, boy, I wish I could still sing that. I'm like, well, I could still play it. And indeed, I did. It's about a little bit past the halfway point here. And you know what that means. It means I got to smack somebody around. Um, I noticed, uh, you know, when these... (laughs) I don't know what to say about this thing in Garland, Texas. Because on the one hand, you know, I got no problem. You know, these guys, they're... When you have a uh, a gathering, you know, to draw pictures of Muhammad and stuff like that. I mean, I'm I'm a big supporter of First Amendment rights. Okay, so my feeling is these people are douchebags, and so I'm going to choose not to attend. I'm pretty sure most of my friends are not the kind of people that show up at this. But you know what? It's Texas. Psst, what are you going to do? I mean, these are the people that think Obama's you know going to invade their state and take over and stuff like that. So who can say what these people think? And you know, these guys, these Muslim fundamentalist, drove in from Arizona, tried to shoot the place up, and got gunned down. I got no problem with that. And immediately, you know, what I recognize is that this is Christmas morning in America for gun nuts, because immediately everybody's like, you know, that's a thing. Here in America, that kind of stuff doesn't happen. I mean, in France, you saw what happened if they had had guns, you know, and guards and police, had, you know, wouldn't have, nobody would have been killed at Charlie Hebdo. Guess what? You're right. I, I can't believe I'm saying it, but they are. They're right. You know, if they'd been standing there and, you know, you got to wonder how stupid these uh, these idiot is, you know, fundamentalist Muslims were They came into me. Seriously, in Texas, what world are you living in where these guys aren't going to willingly shoot you shoot you in the face over and over again? And a friend of mine, um, who is a big pro gun advocate, asked me. He said, "You know," he said, um, "Why does an armed populace worry me more than an unarmed populace?" and i said you know that's a very interesting question and i got an answer for that and then i thought about the opposite question i flipped the script you know why is for somebody like him an unarmed populace more worrisome than an armed populace and this is really the thing for me is that the argument that we hear all the time now is that um every time somebody wants to uh every time you see people that want to come out for increased background checks, and it should just be noted that in the latest Pew poll in last year in April, 74% of households with an NRA member in it favored background checks for people who buy guns. Here's the thing. It's the gun show loophole that has allowed uh, guns to get in the streets, and every time I talk to one of these, you know, and you see these people on on Fox News talking about how um, laws... And and making people register guns and buying them legally, you know, and doing background checks. All, you know, that's not going to stop criminals. That's not going to stop criminals from getting guns. It's only going to hinder the law-abiding citizen from getting a gun. Um, no, that's just a bunch of shit. First of all. I'm sick and tired of the NRA using the Second Amendment as a dog whistle. The NRA is not a Second Amendment advocacy group. Let's get that part straight. They were a lobbying group for arms manufacturers. And basically, they've done a spectacular job of convincing Congress, despite the fact that most of the people in this country, okay, are on the same side as the members, you know, the 74% of the people with the NRA. Most people want background checks. They do. They think that's a good thing. And every time I have one of these, these friends are like, yeah, but it's not going to solve the problem. OK, and they give you that 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 Plato thing, you know, good people don't need laws to, to you know, show them how to act and behave properly. And bad people will always find a way around the law. Yep, that's right. Unfortunately, what you wind up with are people that think that we either need complete anarchy or complete totalitarianism. I live in a world see I'm not a liberal and I'm not a conservative. I'm not trying to liberate anybody and I'm not trying to conserve anything. I am a progressive. I seek to progress. And keep in mind, you know, the Second Amendment was part of what can best be described as a slightly archaic uh, document. It was written before, oh, I don't know, the invention of electricity. There were no local police forces. So you had to worry about the government back then. And I understand that. But everything's about the slippery slope towards totalitarianism. And, you know, it's always that thing. It's not going to help. Bad people are always going to be able to get guns. Bullshit. Complete and utter bullshit, and here's why. If you get rid of the gun show loophole, okay? Let's say at a gun show, okay, they have a booth there so that everybody who buys a gun has to go through a background check. Why can't they do that? Why? Because the NRA has convinced us that that's the first, you know, the start of a slippery slope toward totalitarianism, whereas, in fact, what they're really doing is making sure that their clients, arms manufacturers, can make as much money as possible. And they do that by selling... What it is, they manufacture guns. That's what they make. Guns serve one purpose, to fire bullets at people. Okay? And if you get rid of the gun show loophole, it's not going to make it harder for the legal citizen to buy a gun. Because there will all of a sudden be way more legal gun shops all over the place. Okay? So that's going to happen. But here's the thing. It's not going to cut down on criminals getting guns tomorrow or next week or next year or maybe the year after that. But 10 years from now, after people start getting arrested for selling, for being straw purchasers, and they start getting arrested, it will become harder and harder for criminals to get guns. And that will make a difference. And what pisses me off is that all these gun people, these people who are so rabid about no gun laws whatsoever, they feel that if you can't solve the problem of gun violence tomorrow – with what you do today, then it's not worth doing at all. Why waste our time? Why look to the future? Boy, that's really American. That's that's the American spirit. That's not gonna work tomorrow. I mean, I know it's gonna take some time, but why bother? Why bother? And the reason why bothers we've been hoodwinked. We've been hoodwinked by arms manufacturers. We've been hoodwinked by the NRA. How is it possible that the majority of the citizens of this country want something, yet the elected Members that they send to Congress don't follow their desires. How is that humanly possible? Aren't they supposed to be doing our bidding, the bidding of the citizenry? Well, the reason is because you can't be in Congress without money. So I think that every NRA member should quit the NRA. Don't send them any dues. Because after that, when people still out to the NRA, you're going to know who they're really – in business for And that's arms manufacturers because, you know, the amount of money that they get in dues every year is minuscule. Side note, if you're a member of the NRA and you're thinking about contributing to a Republican candidate for president, you need not bother because unbeknownst to you, you already have. And the reason it's unbeknownst to you is because it's actually illegal. They're taking the money. This came out this past week. The NRA is spending money on political campaigns which they're not supposed to do. Remember when they started, they were like a, uh, you know, they were for national parks, and gun safety, and target shooting. It was all about gun safety and hunting. These guys were the first people, the first group who was founded in New York City, where all great things emanate from. But these were the first people to really make a big deal about protecting parkland, about protecting our national parks, our wildlife. Because back then, people hunted for food. Now, I hunt in the Isle of Publix. All right? Now, if you're a hunter... Terrific! You're a legal gun owner. Terrific! I have no problem. I have tons of friends who own guns, and I don't have a problem with any of them. I really don't. But every for every one of these two cops, let's say, that's that was out there and gunned down these, you know, these these Muslim fundamentalists in Texas. There's a there's a you know, uh, George what's his name from Florida? What's his name? I can't remember the guy's name. Wallace. Yeah, nice try. <laughs> But uh, you know the, the the guy the guy that was you know the neighborhood watch guy who decided to gun down a kid walking around with his Zimmerman that guy there's there's a ton of them out there, okay. And the reason they're not cops they don't pass the psych evaluation. Now we're never going to get it completely right. I I understand that, but it's not you know to answer my friend's question why am I why why do I worry more about an armed populace than an unarmed populace? It's not that I worry about an armed populace. What I worry about is a perversely overarmed to the teeth populace, which is what we're becoming. And here's the thing. We are, as every generation, um, progressing at a faster and faster pace. And now it's happening exponentially as opposed to arithmetically like it did 200 years ago. We're progressing at such a pace you can't keep up. And what's happening is I think globally, I think people, I think humanity is becoming less patient. We are less patient people. We get things faster. Things are more convenient for more of us than at any time in the past. My problem is, is the amount of guns is increasing at the same rate as our patience is decreasing as a species, and that is a recipe for disaster. Impatient people, armed to the teeth. That there's just no way that can be good now the real answer to the question about guns and you know every time you uh you know when a, when a, when a tragedy happens um thing in Connecticut thing in Colorado pick a state there's got to be a gun tragedy in every state Wisconsin where is it see so this this family goes out on a bike ride i think this was uh, yesterday some guy um returning vet went berserk on his wife, ended up blowing away people, killing one of of the kids, one of the family members, killing some other guy. They were out on a bike ride. Okay? Here's the thing. I've never heard of a drive-by knifing. You can't go into a movie theater and kill 12 people and injure 70 others with a knife. You can't do it. I've never heard of a little girl playing in her front yard who was killed by a stray knife or a stray anything other than a bullet. You know, and... Every time some guy in Idaho or Wyoming goes, you know, completely wacko and kills his family with an axe, all the gun people come out and go, yeah, how come you don't want to ban axes? Well, because, you know, axes chop down trees. Guns kill people. That's their only thing. And the thing about an axe is the only way to kill somebody with an axe, you got to be right next to them. Guns are the only thing that can kill you from far away. Guns and bombs. You know, we're great at both of those things. We are absolutely spectacular at both of those things. I think that if we don't close the gun show loophole, what we're going to wind up with is more and more and more gun tragedies. I'm not concerned about an armed populace. As long as the populace that is armed has gone through a background check and is legally allowed to own a gun. If you don't want criminals to buy guns, make it harder for everybody to buy guns. Okay? That's just the way it goes. I don't want to hear your crap about how hard it is for you to buy a gun because all the people that complain about it, they're already armed to the teeth anyway. These are the people that have six guns already, but they're concerned it's going to be tough to buy their seventh and eighth gun. You know, that's that's who that, that group is out there. And I'm sick of them. If you'd like to get rid of gun violence, institute background checks, get rid of the gun show loophole, and stick around because people, you know – we seem to forget that before Fox News and all the ultra-conservatives had – you know, were sporting wood over Benghazi, they were popping a chubby for an entire year over Fast and Furious, okay, which was basically a government-run program to try and track guns that were being bought and then resold by straw purchasers to Mexican car gang – you know, gangs and cartels, which is the exact same uh, operation that was run by the Bush administration – There it was called Wide Receiver. And the thing is, is the one that said in Fast and Furious, one of those guns was lost in the shuffle and ended up killing an agent, either a border agent or a DEA agent in Mexico. Here's the thing. You want to complain about stuff like that? Before you do that, why don't you ask this question? Why did both the Bush administration and the Obama administration feel the need to have such an operation in the first place? What was it that went through their minds and said, holy crap, man, we've got a ton of guns? and we can't keep track of them. You want to know why? Because we don't have a method for keeping track of them because the NRA doesn't want us to because they represent arms manufacturers who want to make as much money as possible selling as many guns as possible, okay? This isn't about gun safety. This is about making money. That's what the NRA is about. That's what gun the gun manufacturer is about. And there's this teeny little segment, this small group of people who scream louder than everybody else. You know what? I can scream pretty loud. I've got a microphone in front of me, but I'm not going to. Ivy's over here. Please don't destroy the studio. Not going to happen. I prefer to speak softly and carry a big mic, I guess. I'm going with that one. Don't don't hand me that crap, man. Okay. Why did we feel the need to have that operation in the first place? Why? Because you're allowed to buy it, you know, because anybody and a mother can go out and buy a gun. You can buy a gun on the Internet. You can buy a gun on the Internet. You think that uh, when you do that, the uh, background check is going to be pretty efficient there? Because I'm pretty sure that the law states you're supposed to have a background check. When you go to the gun show, okay, they just don't happen to have the computer there. They're just going to tell you, it's money. I just want to sell my goods. You know what? Great. Sell your goods legally, please. If you don't mind, do it like that. Because if you don't like gun violence, then stop making it easy for criminals to buy guns. I I lived... For years, And what can best be described is an open-air drug and firearm supermarket up at, you know, up at 106th Street in Amsterdam. And every year, you would hear about some somebody getting killed in an apartment. And what happened happen was in the apartment next door, two drug dealers got into a fight, and they started shooting at each other. Of course, this is, a, this is a, a neighbor with a million rounds of ammunition, not one ounce of marksmanship among them, seriously. So it's the guy in the house in the apartment next door. He gets a bullet. You know, through the wall, right through his head. He's he's watching Wheel of Fortune. This literally happened. A guy was watching Wheel of Fortune. Bad fortune. Bad fortune. Took a bullet in the back of the head. Drug dealers in the apartment next door. They're fine. Drug dealers are fine, by the way. Guy watching Wheel of Fortune? Nope. His skull's way blown open. I've never heard of that happening with anything other than a gun. You want to kill somebody with an axe from the apartment next door? They're going to get a pretty good heads up, I'm thinking. When you come wailing that thing like Jack Nicholson you know, in the shining through the door. That here's Johnny part. You can't do that with the kind of immediacy as pulling a trigger. And I'm sick and tired of people telling me that there's nothing we can do about it. Okay, this is America, dipstick. Okay, we can do something about it. We have to have the will to do something about it. And we have to stop listening to people that have us convinced that we shouldn't have that will. We are bamboozled, and fooled and run roughshod over by people who have more money than us. George Collin talked about it. These guys are bought out. How is it possible that the NRA can have so much power, yet at the same time, seventy, you know, three-quarters of NRA members are opposed to what the representatives in Congress are doing? How is that possible? Money and foolishness. We can do something about it. You don't like gun violence? Start by closing the gun show loophole. Okay, seriously. You gotta get that out of the way. Alright. I think I ran it long enough. My man over here is smiling. He knows I said the right thing there. Past the halfway mark, all kinds of groove left for you. Nothing but positive vibes coming up, baby. Starting it off, I got a whole bunch of stuff still left to still left to do and left to play. Stick around, it's the Groove on Sofloradio.com. <laughs> Letterman's band joined there by Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top That. Uh Get Out of My Life Woman. That is actually, I thought that was actually originally an Albert King song, but I, I looked it up. It was originally recorded by Alan Toussaint. He's a uh, New Orleans, you know, R and B guy from way back. Said a lot of stuff done. Uh, you know, a lot of people recorded. So before that, the 45 King and kicking off that set after my little rant. Yeah, Robert Palmer woke up laughing. Um You know, one of the things uh, I've been thinking about, well, there's a whole bunch of stuff I've been thinking about, but I'll tell you something. Now it's time for me, actually, to literally take care of the people who take care of me. That's Precision Auto Works Pompano Beach, Florida. All those guys out there, Dave, Tracy, the entire SASC certified crew. Seriously, my car is still running fabulously. I can't, you know, I'm not used to having a car that runs this well, and I only brought it to him once. And you know, I'll tell you the coolest thing that he did after I got it fixed, because I had that tranny problem, you know, the double flush that we talked about a while ago, he told me, he's like, yeah, bring it back in a week. I just want to take another look. Just to make sure. Bring it back in a week. Okay. Bring it back. No problem. No problem at all. He just wanted to make sure. Because he knows, I don't know jack squad about cars. Thank God these guys do. And now if you go to the SoFlo radio page and click on Tony cs Glow you'll see on my little page in there, there's a link to Precision Auto Works. All the directions, everything you need, they are absolutely Groovathon approved, and that means I use them, all right? I'm saying I got to get back to 100%. 954-247-9362 as <laughs> my vision goes out. Get in touch with those guys. The Precision Auto Works, man, they literally are as good as it gets. You know, as I say, it's the people. It's a place for people who love their cars. It's where they take their cars. And as usual, that means it's time for the Precision Auto Works Drive Groove of the Day, yeah, I just, I'm never running out of shredding Steve's, and in this case, Steve and his brother. This is from the album Brothers, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Jimmy Vaughan. Telephone song, it's the Groove-a-thon on SoFloRadio.com.
7: Rhymes with rhythm, venom, or give them piano. Bring a bulletproof vest up in the ricochet. Ready aim at the brain, and what the trigger say. Tempos trifle, felt like a rifle. Massage and melodies might go right through simultaneously, like a Uzi. Nothing can bruise me. Lyrics let up when ladies say don't lose me. So we low quickly, then you better hit me. While I'm letting this V-V get with me. They are stepping with 007, better make it snappy. No time to do your hair, baby. Girls are busting at me. Be some bullets past me on on target. they want the R hit, but watch the guard get. With the tongue of the trigger, cause I'm Real fast, let us rhythm at him. let him feel the blast penetrating the crazy rate. This ain't a 38 hit him at point blank range and watch radiate. Running out of ammunition, a dumb with 'em. You ask me, I did him, I let the rhythm at him. 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 Let the rhythm hit him. push a power that's punishing, prepare to be a prisoner the hitman is the level of charisma showing you that I have powerful paragraphs, followers become leaders but without a path, you're mentally paralyzed crippled your third eye, bound to blur then and a curve that you heard, I reduce the friction reduce the fiction, then loose the mix then, boost the pitch then ever kidding with some of that, cut like a lumberjack, jack and begin get hit back, it won't be none of that I'm untouchable, you see me in 3D when I let the rhythm hit another MC lyrics made to let into your head then eruption of a mass deduction to spread when music is louder full of gunpowder microphone right machinery when I see a crowder 40 people when they fist like this they are hiding the back thinking that I might miss but the heart is accurate plus I pack the wit educated punchlines that I have to hit whatever I aim at I line them up your body is where you feel the pain that time is up you've been hit with something different isn't it Rocket is gonna radiate nothing's equivalent nothing can harm me why try to bomb me you couldn't fuck around with Rob with an army you can bet by the architects so respect them I disconnect him soon as I inject him with radiation, put him by the basement, cross his chest, open bash his face and let it split him, since he brought his main man with him, he asked me how I get him, I let the rhythm hit him, hit him. let the rhythm hit him, hit him, let it hit him. Dance floor is dangerous, packed in like a briefcase. Riddles are real rough, rhyme beats with deep bass. Girls with tight pants, maybe they might dance tonight. If the the hard on a mic, it's a slight chance. The crowd is crucial. MC's grounds are neutral. Now that you're here, let me introduce you. Get ready. I'm hard to read like graffiti, but steady. Sounds I drop is real heavy. Radiant energy, that'll be the penalty. Just the third rail of the pain and remedy. The scripts is one every hour. it's a habit. You need another hit from the freestyle fanatic. Attention, follow directions. Real close, keep out of reach of children. Be wearing a too many milligrams. No one made an jam. My vibes is to rhythm, my thoughts to kill him, man. Ideas for the air to fear, fights with him. He'll never forget him, he'll rest in peace with sweet. At least when he left, he no one hit him. The last breath of the world to death was to pin Let the weapon hit, 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 hit him. Let it hit him. Let the weapon hit him. Now throw your hands in the air and yo go. Like him, with do. Rest of this slow. If I speed, they know they'll blow the hell up. If I slow the catch up, hell, no wicked as I kicked it. No need to remix it, cause I prefixed it. Reverse to switch to perform to perfection. Section for section, rhymes keep connecting. You're guessing what's next it? Blood pressure rising, you damn near lost it. Hit the ground burning and woke up frostbit. Cause when I explain, you can't complain for pain. i travel through the brain, hit a vein. that remain, let it radiate. vibes to vibrate. Why did you volley? Now I'ma have to let the style break. Bones now the tone is in flown after this get- don't give me another microphone before I get that fee i met, whisper, I want to reach your intellect Guess her, cause I want to give her the most respect So I shine and let my life reflect Hold molder, make her feel older Lay her on my shoulder, everything I told her Makes her feel secure whenever I'm with her And you know how I did her Me and the rhythm, in her. let the rhythm in her.
6: Let the rhythm hit
1: being Rakeem doesn't get made better than that that is old school at its finest the remix of let the rhythm hit him the original album only had the first version the original version but they put together a whole bunch of stuff Rakeem went back in the studio and uh, remixed that track and absolutely dynamite before that a classic big, big favorite of both myself and IVB over here The Call The Walls I mean, The Walls came tumbling down great song and before that the Precision Auto Works Drive group of the day, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Jimmy Vaughan from the album Brothers doing Telephone Song. There's a great version of that on the uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan tribute album done by B.B. King. And the reason I'm mentioning that, because B.B. King was, he just got out of a hospice. He's now back at home again. He's suffered from diabetes for years and years and years. And he's uh, not in very good shape. I'm surprised there isn't already a pilgrimage out to I think he's in Vegas is where his... Uh, where his home is right now And you know This is a guy He's, he's on the Mount Rushmore Blues guitarist okay? He's he's one of the four people You're going to put up there Him, Albert King And you know A couple other people But he's up there And uh, a lot of people Who were younger have Never had the chance To see BB when he was younger You know When he was in his heyday Before you he had to sit down In a chair and play every note Go and dig up some uh, Some old videos on YouTube It's it's absolutely worth watching um, Coming up this Saturday Is the Wounded Warriors uh, Benefit It's Saturday afternoon May the 9th it's at American Legion Post 36, which is on State Route 84, and it's in the afternoon at one o'clock. Flying Blind's playing, I believe. Soulside's going to be there as well. Another great local band. It's Kent and uh, Kent Bam Bam and the Boys. Those guys crank it out. The most important thing about this is showing up, showing up and showing these guys that you support them. This is this isn't about money. Forget the money part. I had a discussion with somebody who is. Uh, Rides for one of the clubs around here that's military-based, not USMVMC, but another one. And he was saying, you know, various things about, you know, various organizations that are supposed to help the troops. And you know what? I'm not getting involved in it. You know what I know? I got friends. They're doing really great work. I'm going to support these people. It's disgusting that we need these groups in the first place. This is America. You know, you want to send troops off to fight, you should take care of them when they come back after protecting our freedom and liberty. Apparently, we're not very good at that, and so we need Wounded Warriors. And you know what these guys need? They need people like me and you and people listening to show up, okay? Also, where's the downside here? Great cause, fabulous live rock and roll in the afternoon. As I said last week, American Legions, they're they're like the masters, man. They have held down prices, very reasonably priced. Beverages, food, all kinds of stuff. They are raffling off a motorcycle. Um, One of these vintage-looking motorcycles It's brand new So they got tickets for that Seriously um, This Saturday You know, show your support for the people That allow me and you and anybody else You know, I get to play what I want to play And say what I want to say And it's because somebody else went out there and said I'll pick up a rifle Because I don't have have those stones These guys did Some of them came back not so whole We're going to have a million veterans In this country And they're not You know, some of them I can't imagine going over there, seeing what they've seen, and not being negatively affected by it. You know, you can't unring certain bells, baby. And so, showing up and supporting these people, it's a big, big thing. It's big for me, all right? I know that uh, Gary and Kenny and those guys from, uh, from Flying Blind are going to rock your socks off. That goes without a doubt. There's no doubt about that. Once again, this Saturday, American Legion post 36 on State Route 84. Very easy to get to. Take 95 Go east about one block and you're there. You'll hear the music, smell the food. You'll see lots and lots of people um, who all look like they served. And the reason is they did. And we need to show them our support. Which is why I want to give a shout out to Billy Donovan for telling it out of University of Florida. Ditching the Alpha Tau Omega bags, A bunch of jerk offs right there. So show up to this one. It's one o'clock in the afternoon. I'm supporting it. You know, forget politicians. Troops are what matter. We keep the groove going here. Another classic songwriter, man. How how this guy isn't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'll never know. Managed to see this guy, I don't know, 30 years apart in my life, more than 30 years apart. First concert ever at Giant Stadium in New York. And then after that, um, I saw him on the island of the Big Island with Dave Mason. This is about three years ago. It's a great guitar fest right there. We do a little Steve Miller. This is from one of my favorite albums, Side One of the Joker. Absolutely one of the great album sides out there. Shababa do mama, mama. It's the Groovathon on SoFlowRadio dot com. So... Miller from side one of the Joker, one of the great album sides ever out there. I, I put that one up there with uh, side one of uh, Lady Soul by Aretha Franklin. You know, like Chain of Fools, Natural One, great version of a James Brown song. We we'll won't get you nothing. In any event, it's about time for us to get out of here. We have got groove out to yin Yang, and so much groove we didn't even have time to play it all today. I'm gonna come back next week. Take the uh, I think I'm gonna take Wall Street out to the shed. You know, that's what we're gonna do. In any event, I couldn't be happier. Be able to do this for y'all. Alright. I'm gonna come back next week. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do the exact same thing except I'm gonna try and do it just a little bit better. Impossible to get groovier. As always, both for myself, my man IVB over there. It's aloha. Peace. Good night Ma.
6: Nothing is divine, naked is a state of mind I take things off to clear my head To say the things I haven't said
8: Live inside the elements The earth and sky are my best friends Water is the evidence That washes me from end to end
6: Not a choice I tried to make, not a thought I couldn't take.
3: Something told me it was time to give you yours and leave me mine. My vision started to be clear. I watched the sunlight coming near I knew the day, I knew the night. I knew I could regain my sight.
0: from the heart of downtown Hollywood. This is SoFlowRadio.com.